everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Beyond the Mad Podcast. A Wrestle Talk Wednesday. And I forgot to put out a memo to everyone on TikTok. Shayna Hill is unavailable this week due to uh, having to pick her kids up from school. So things happen. I'm a parent. We're all, I mean, a lot of us are parents. We get it. We understand. Yeah. So, but she will be on the show next week. Uh, same time, same channel. Uh, we will still be that gives that actually gives me another week to dig up whatever information I need to on Sir William Regal. Yeah, I'm still looking into it, so I'm glad that <laughs> really glad that we've got another week to plan. <laughs> I was like, my goodness. Um, so we're gonna go with a different feel to this week's show for whoever's out there listening and or watching. Uh, it is get to know us, get to know me and my amazing co-host. Um, so if you're in the chat and you have a question, don't hesitate to ask. Um, and we're just going to kind of like volunteer information, I guess. This, the, this, the questions that we ask guys and the guys that are watching my TikTok because I'm live on TikTok at the same time you're welcome to ask any questions that aren't wrestling related you can ask us what our hobbies are you can ask us what we've learned about ourselves this can be completely anything and everything we are literally wanting to, you guys to get to know us as much as you can um, because you spend every Wednesday with us so why not get to know us so well, if you've got any questions, go pop them in. I will uh, go ahead and so I can see your chat as well. I just joined. <laughs> um, so if there's an echo, blame you. Okay, got it. Well, no, no, I, I'm muted over there. I am muted over there. <laughs> but yeah, guys, if you've got any questions for me or Matt, put them in uh, on the Twitch channel, on the Huge Pop Wrestling Podcast, or on a TikTok where you can see me right now. Um, whatever questions you want to ask, as again, it can be wrestling related. It doesn't have to be wrestling related. It's just to get to know us because you see us every Wednesday and you may not know us. You may want to get to know us. So either come over to Huge Pop Wrestling Podcast on Twitch or join us on TikTok. Either or, we're on both today. So even yes, better. We are, on, we are also on YouTube. All you got to do is go over to YouTube and type in Huge Pop Wrestling Podcast and we are live on YouTube as well. There you go. Yeah, a deal. We are on YouTube, Twitch, and obviously on this TikTok. Um, and we're on the Facebook page. We are also on WSPN. We're uh, we're on multiple different platforms. So come check us out wherever you. And if you're listening, if you want to check us out later, we're on Podbean. We are on Spotify. We are on. Anywhere, the only place we're not on is Apple or for iTunes. That's the only place we're not on. There so, we go, guys. Um, so I don't know, like what, what questions, like, is there anybody got any questions over on the TikTok right now? Um, make sure you're putting them in. Oh God, we're in trouble now. See, now, this is why, this right here is why I didn't want to give you access to this. <laughs> oh, no, oh, I'm sorry. It was supposed to send me backstage. Why did it put me right on? Oh, God. 
<laughs> for anyone that's watching on TikTok right now, Cody Cornette oh, has just joined us on the show. So that that's my fault. It should have sent me backstage. I should not be on. I will go backstage. Cody, you may as well ask us a question now you're here. <laughs> Always coding. It always, always coding. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Don't. Here you go. We'll even add Cody Cornette into the questions. So if you have a question for me, Matt, or Cody, you're more than welcome to ask it. And today I will not be fielding any uh, any questions about cheese. That's, that's the only thing. Oh, not... but that was going to be my first question is asking you all about cheese. God damn. May as well chuck that out now then. <laughs> for anyone that doesn't know on tiktok or on twitch youtube etc we've got a bit of an inside joke between our wrestle top little family um and me and matt are in on this inside joke so it's quite common that we do talk about it so yeah if you ever see a cheese question just laugh we're it's not going to tell you why it's an inside joke it's just an inside joke it's pretty cheesy i'm not gonna lie yeah it is very cheesy it's a cheesy joke um, but yeah, okay, Matt, here's a question for you. I'm gonna give you three wrestlers. It's my favorite game we love to play. Okay, okay, and you get to fire, hire, or desire. So you obviously know that you can fire one, hire one, and who you desire if you had your own wrestling company. Okay, we are gonna go Triple H, Randy Orton, and the nature boy Ric Flair. Oh my god, this isn't even that's not fair. Um, oh, Sammy's gonna kill me. I'm firing Randy. Oh, God, Sammy's it, it kills me. So I'm, wearing his, you. I'm wearing his shirt. It's killing me to say that. Oh, um, my God. I'm firing Randy. No, check that. Firing Triple H. We're firing Triple H. Oh, wow. We're going to hire Randy and we're going to desire Ric Flair just because he's the icon. He is one of the, arguably one of the greatest of all time. Uh -huh. I knew this question was going to come out. I wasn't expecting it to be this early. Um, I've been asked on TikTok, what match am I looking forward to most at All In? Um... I think there's going to be a couple that I'm looking forward to. I'm absolutely 100% looking forward to MJF versus Adam Cole because them two are obviously, I'd love to see what's going to happen. And I think Roderick Strong is going to get involved in that. If you watch AEW, you'll know why. Um, but I think most importantly, I'm looking forward to Will Ospreay and obviously the Orange Cassidy match. There's a couple of them. Um, I, I, there's been breaking news today as well about All In. Um, for people that don't know, Fozzie is going to be singing Judas live along with us Brits. And I know for a fact they're going to get overpowered by us Brits. So we're not only seeing, obviously, AEW live at Wembley. We are getting Judas live as well. So, yeah, it's going to be fun. I... Hmm. The match that I really am looking forward to seeing for me is uh punk joe i think that one's going to be See, i think it's going to be a good match but because i've never been a cm punk fan it's the bottom of my list for me but then again i'm a, i used to be a samoa joe fan so it's kind of like well, i don't know what to do <laughs> it's 
It will be a good match, though, absolutely. But we've obviously got other matches. The Fatal 4-Way with the women's, I think, is going to be... I think there's going to be a Fatal 5. I think someone's going to return. I think there's going to be someone getting involved in that. Um, there's um, obviously uh, the FTR and the Young Bucks, as Scott has said, that you can't wait for them to see them lose. I want the Young Bucks to lose. Um, there's many, I think we can say that as a match card that we've got for AEW, it's a good one. There's no poor matches, if that makes sense. The, I think all of them are going to be good, to be fair. The only match that doesn't make sense to me is um, is the Stadium Stampede match. That's the only match that doesn't make sense, but I understand why they're doing it. I, I want to know where they're doing it because Wembley is massive like it is completely i think it's like one of the biggest in the world not just in the uk in the world so it's going to be fun to see where they actually do this match and how far they're going to go and if the thingy okay so we've had another question come in on tiktok what surprises do you think will happen at all in i think the fatal four way is definitely going to be fatal five and i think we're going to get um jeff hardy 100 that we're going to get jeff and matt 100% to go against uh, FTR and the Young Bucks. I think... Uh, uh, there's got to be some sort of debut. Because Tony Khan mm -hmm. loves himself some debuts, especially in in this big of a stage. It's just, I don't not, I'm not sure who at this point. Um, and... I, I, I don't know if there's going to be a debut, but I think there's going to be a surprise return. I don't know who it's going to be, but I mean, it's Roderick too... Strong? Uh, no, because he's already back. Technically, he is back anyway. But I think he's going to get involved somehow. Cody, needs... shut your mouth. Shut your mouth with Edge. No, 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 no. And there are rumours about Edge. It, there's rumours that Christian, Luchasaurus and Edge are going to be the three that go with a Blackpool Combat Club. There no. are rumours. And honestly, if that hits, there was no roof on Wembley anyway. There's definitely not going to be one now. <laughs> no, I. The, the, there, two of the three for that will join the Blackpool Combat Club are uh, LAX, which all well, Santana and Ortiz. Um, <laughs> I'll be pissed. I'm joking, lol. No, there are rumors it's meant to be Christian Edge and Luchasaurus. Um, We'll never know. There's oh. going to be... Well, we all see Money in the Bank and we all seen Clash of the Castle last year. So we know the UK have got the vocals. They know we can give them a pop. And the fact it's the first ever AEW one as well. And we're going to have a lot Brit. Uh, like we've got obviously Soraya. We've got um, Will Ospreay. We've got so many British people coming as well. There's going to be just so many pops and obviously the Judas thing. And we've obviously got... Um, big names like MGF, Adam Cole, CM Punk. There's honestly, it's going to be crazy. I'll never watch AEW. Dear Lord, please let there be Edge, <laughs> just so Cody doesn't watch it. Damn right, we have the vocals. Absolutely, do. I'm excited. I am 100% excited. So, um, we'll give one to you. Oh God. Okay. Will Osprey. Yep. 
Grayson Walla. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Randy Orton, since you made me pick. Oh, that's fine. That's fine. That's easy. Okay. I would desire Will Ospreay. I would hire Randy Orton and I would fire Grace Muller. Wow. Hear me out before everyone comes at me. Oh my God, you're a Grace Muller fan. How do you say that? Will Ospreay in a wrestling company would be amazing. Absolutely amazing. We also know what Randy Orton has done in the past life. Grace Muller hasn't really done anything spectacular compared to Will Ospreay and Randy Orton. So he would be last on the list. So, before anyone comes at me, <laughs> so what is your favorite wrestling match ever? Oh, ouch! Um, one of my it's not my favorite of all time, so I don't really have a favorite of all time, but one of the ones has to be Mick Foley Undertaker. Helen Cell, pardon the Helen Cell one, or 100%. It's up there. Um, and a lot of people are going to say why, but I think Rey Mysterio winning the Royal Rumble as well is a big thing for me because obviously Eddie died. Eddie was the one that got me into my wrestling, and the fact it was technically meant to be Eddie's year and his best friend did it instead will forever stick in my memory as one of the best moments of wrestling for me. Oh, I have. See, that's, you got to remember, I'm the elder of this of the of the group. And yeah, he's nearly 50. Well, I'm only 30. <laughs> nearly 50. Um, oh, okay. Well, I'll let you answer that one, then I'll. Oh, okay. I would fire Viscera. I would desire Yokozuna. And I would hire the big show. So. In response to favorite wrestling match ever, I I've been a wrestling fan and watched and have watched wrestling since 1984 ish. So a year before I was three four years old until now. So my watching of my watching my viewership of wrestling has been massive. I don't have I have one from each era that I could say, all right, that's my favorite match from each era. But currently, like the match that I always love to watch is a New Japan match. And it's Chris Jericho, Kenny Omega. Okay. Not bad. Um they did a uh they did a no holds barred kind of match um in the Tokyo Dome. Uh, apologies, apologies guys wait if i keep turning my camera and my mic off if you're watching on youtube twitch etc i have we were literally talking what 20 minutes ago about being a parent i'm having to deal with mine as i'm doing this so apologies if you see me to turn my camera off or my mic off but i am still here i am still listening and i apologize uh, but anyway but yeah kenny kenny and jericho at tokyo dome was one of my favorite current ones and then mm -hmm. I would throw uh, Roman uh, and uh, and Sami Zayn at uh, Elimination Chamber. Do you know what? One of recent, if we're going to go recently, one of my favorite recent ones, and I know I'm going to get so much backlash for this, was the last ever Roman versus Brock at SummerSlam. I loved it 
because there was so much storyline obviously with the bloodline and obviously all that sort of stuff but for me it was the fact that brock was coming out on a tractor he lifted the ring up then uso's got involved and obviously theory got involved and there was just so many things that kept adding and adding to make that match good and i think that will be one to remember as well take a hp yeah uh was that the street versus korea I believe so, yeah. I think I think it was. Don't quote me on it. I think it was career versus streak. Um here's one for you. Uh you have to pick one person who hasn't had a push and to to beat Roman Reigns. Who's getting the push? Okay. Oh. Did it have to be in SmackDown? No, they have, they, okay. have the main, they have to be on the main. They have to be on the main roster. Okay, they Okay. Mm. Obviously, everyone thinks I'm going to say Grace Moore. No, um, I think it would have to be Seth. For me, Seth is up there to beat him because obviously we all know that Romans never actually beat Seth, and Seth never beat Roman. It's always either been a DQ, blah 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 blah. But yeah, I think for me, it would have to be Seth freaking well, Roman. I mean, but he's gotten the push, right? I mean, he's your yeah. current champion. Yeah, but I'd like to see him versus Roman, even if it's um, some someone's just put in the chat. Solo Sakawa. Mm. Um, who is the next breakout star in your opinion? Okay, I'll let Matt answer this first. Matt, who is the next breakout star in your opinion? I think it's meant to say NXT. I'm not too sure. Um, Carmelo Hayes for the men. I think he, he will yeah. be a champion. Uh, the only the other guy that I would throw into that conversation would be Ilja Dragunov. Ilja is an absolute mm -hmm. beast. Like, Wesley for me. Um, but Carmelo is my number one. And then for the women, gosh, like the women, I, for me, I think it'd be Gigi Dolan, Wesley and Carmelo Hayes. And I if anyone G comes at me about Tiffany Stratton, no, thank you. I go Gigi or, and, and I think Nikita Lyons could be something big if she could mm -hmm. just like not get hurt. She yeah. has a history of injuries, and I think that if she could stay healthy, she would be oh, truly absolutely. phenomenal. Um, I know Sean's going to download this bit and screen record it. Um, if Nikita Lyons, big shout out to her for literally messaging Sean about uh, what he's just been through and sending her condolences and stuff. The fact that Nikita took time out of her schedule to get in better, to get in fight and fit. When a message Sean, fair play to her, and she will always have my respect. The thing with Nikita is I never really seen her wrestle because obviously every time I was getting into NXT, she was either injured or she wasn't in the thing. Um, so I'd like to see her wrestle more. I don't think she's going to get the push in the next year or so, like Carmelo Hayes, Gigi Dolan, Wesley. If Wesley yeah. isn't in the next draft... That's it. I'll be literally. Heel Kevin has joined the chat. Hey. Hey, you tell Heel Kevin 
that there's a standing invitation. This could have been his episode. This could have been his episode. You're getting shouted at, Kevin. Don't blame me. Him. Okay, so who do you think, and this is where it's going to get a bit controversial now, who do you think shouldn't have a push or should be removed from WWE or AEW Impact, etc.? Oh, I've got one name and I'm going to get so much backlash. <laughs> oh, he calling you Matthew and everything. Oh, goddamn. <laughs> oh, goddamn. Welcome, heel Kevin. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm free now. I mean, jump in quick. Come join yeah, our questions. Do you want me to send Hold it in quickly? Me... Yes. Um, person to be removed for me, it'd have to be Omos. Austin Theory should go back to NXT. Why? Wait, why have we got no Austin Theory? Um, hey, we need him and Grayson Waller in a tag team, they can both get the push at that point. Uh, oh my god, I'm picking a tag god. team. I'm, I'm quite honestly picking a tag team. Uh, the Viking Raiders just need to leave. Oh god, yes, please. Uh, but no, for me, it has to be Omos. They, they, they can't do anything with Omos. They're oh, trying to make I mean, him into the big show slash great Collie, and they haven't got that era anymore. I don't understand who Willow Nightingale is. Oh, a deal. Me and you are gonna fall out. Willow Nightingale is amazing. I love her. Oh, I'm here. Uh, Kevin, check your Discord. I've just sent it, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think the Viking Raiders. What and again, another one that probably could just leave would be um. Oh, uh, see, that's they're escaping me. Um, because they're irrelevant. Um. Oh, uh, top dollar. Oh, you're gonna cause some drama. <laughs> no, I like. I'm just going to. I think like, pull the plug on them. I think with Top Dollar, though, they're not getting the storylines. They're just losing, and they're just trying to get the Michael Cole part of Flop Dollar. Yeah, it's it it does not. It, there's no storyline there, and I think that's. I like Austin Theory, but he's not being used on the. Right on the main roster. How do you figure that one out? He's the youngest US type champion and he's just lost to Ray, which creates a new storyline, and then he's gonna get a push elsewhere. 100 percent gonna happen. They're not just gonna flop on Austin Theory, it's too much now. He's especially, too old. Especially when after LA Knight beats the Miz, he's gonna go on and beat and uh beat the piss out of some Austin Theory. Exactly. Here he is. The man, the myth, the legend. Um, hit Kevin. <laughs> Wait, I've got one thing to say to Kevin before we start. What's up, guys? What's going on, man? Not much, buddy. Not much. Um, what do you want to talk about? <laughs> All right, Cody Rhodes, calm down. Well, so, I mean, we can. I, we can... I did see a comment. A comment in the comment section asking why I don't like Willow Nightingale. 
Can't fuck a stander. Is it because she's great, not Grace and fucking Waller? Well, nobody's Grace and fucking Waller. But anyway. <laughs> Thank you for the gifts <laughs> on TikTok, guys. Um, when do you think Jey Uso will return? Royal Rumble. Royal Rumble. I've said this numerous times. Matt, you've heard me say this a bunch. Uh, Haley, you watch a lot of my videos. I'm sure you've heard me say it. Wrestling mm -hmm. is subjective. We all have different views on it. We all have different opinions. That's why the three of us, we have different favorite wrestlers, different favorite matches, different favorite promos. Everything is subjective. I don't like people who think their way of thinking is the only right way of thinking. Mm -hmm. So when Willow Nightingale attacked Bronson Reed on Twitter for leaving Japan to go to WWE and be Mrs. Lackey, that's when I really fell off. Before that, I didn't mind her. Before that, I had no issue with her. I don't like people who think it's this way, this is the only way, and if you see it any other way, you're wrong. Mm -hmm. No, we all have our own opinions. Nobody's wrong. As long as, as long as what you say or what you do makes sense to you, who's to tell you you're wrong? So that's why I don't really care for Willow Nightingale. She is, granted, she could have changed. This could not be her way of thinking anymore. But the last time she allowed us to see her mindset, she's a very narrow-minded, and closed-minded individual, and I don't feel the need to really entertain that thought process. If you're not willing to admit that we all like different things or we all have different viewpoints, what if his dream was to work with the Miz? Then in that case, he was living his dream. Who's to tell him that's any? Who's to tell him that's wrong? Yeah, that's why I don't like Willow Nightingale. But you uh, like Grace and Fucking Waller. Love Grace and Fucking Waller. So for anyone that didn't, doesn't that know what we're on about. Lee, I say that every day. Like <laughs> the two wrestling things I say literally every day since I was on your show. I've always said, yeah, like all the time. And now ever since I was on your show, Grace of fucking Walla, I have to say it at least three times a day. Grace of fucking Walla, Grace of fucking Walla, Grace of fucking Walla. So for anyone that doesn't know, obviously I'm on Broken Wrestling Podcast and Heel Kevin was a guest on my show. And everyone knows I always say Grace and fucking Walla. Because Grace of fucking water, like that. Um, and if you go and watch my TikTok, you'll know what I'm on about. Kevin was just non-stop laughing with it. Floor, but he had he had the voice effect on, so it just was a high-pitched laugh, and now it yeah, got you know like you those laughs that make your stomach hurt, like you've been doing abs for three days straight. <laughs> it, it, was, it was that kind of laugh, dude. It was great. Someone's just Man. put, don't forget, let me talk to you. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. Right. That's what I but meant. I said, yeah. the other one. And thank you. Oh, that's your next Intercontinental Champion, guys. I thank you. That suplex into the timekeeper's area. Never seen anything like that before. That was incredible. Um, do you know what? I'm, I'm, I like Chad Gable, but he's not my top 10 of this era. But that match. He was insane. I literally took my heart to him and everything. Matt I, Matt, I feel really bad because I came on. I started talking and I haven't shut up yet. This is your show. I apologize. Please, Matt, go ahead. No, <laughs> this is the the left work I have to do on my own show. Hell yeah. Okay, okay right. right. <laughs> Grace and fucking Walla. Grace and fucking Walla. No, I mean we could we could just jump into your uh, version of Beyond the Mat if you want. We okay, got questions. Go. We got hey, questions. Ask me whatever you want. I'm an open fucking book, man. Okay, we're gonna do the higher fire desire because you missed out well, on the game. Okay, hold on though. Let's start with the basic questions that we always okay. ask. Okay. 
So when did you start becoming a wrestling fan? Like when was the first time you remember being a wrestling fan? I don't have a first memory of being a wrestling fan. Whenever, whenever I was a kid, it was just something we did. Like we woke up, mom went to work, dad went to work, we went to school, we watched wrestling. It was something that was always involved in our family. Matt, I'm sure you and I have had this conversation before. I don't know if Haley knows, but my uncle, only by marriage, this is no blood relation, married into our family, WWE Hall of Famer, Georgie Animal Steel. It was always a thing in our family. My wife's cousin is Lacey Evans. She's not with the company anymore, but like wrestling has always been something we enjoyed. Mm -hmm. I don't, so like when I hear people talk about it was this match, loved it, it hooked me forever. I don't have that because there was never just one match. It was just something we always did. Okay. Uh, So growing up though, who was your favorite wrestler? Like Dusty Rhodes. Dusty Rhodes. Dusty Rhodes. Hands down. There was, so um, my all-time favorite wrestler is a tie for Edge and Dusty Rhodes. Those are my two favorite. They're tied for the number one spot. I think there was something about Dusty. And I've always been, you know, a bigger kid. So, like, we can play to the fact that he didn't look like every wrestler. But I think it goes a little bit more deep than that. But hearing him talk, he made you feel like you were a part of the show. My hand is reaching out to your hand. And, like, you felt that, man. It There's a difference from watching something and being emotionally connected to something. And Dusty made you emotionally connected. He can go in there and fuck up every move he ever performed. But he had a way of making you feel like, even if you were just a viewer, you were a part of it. You played a role yeah. in it. It, 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 it. it wouldn't work without you. And to incorporate the crowd in such a way, I thought was incredible. Now, there were there were better wrestlers by far, but I think Dusty Rhodes was the most believable. And then people talk about, you know, he was bigger, uh, so, like, it, it made all of us fat kids feel special. For me, it was a little bit deeper than that. It was, the world of pro wrestling was very cookie cutter. You had your Hogans, your Lugers, your Flares, your big body guys. But when they brought Dusty in, and they started showing Dusty and he won the world title. It's like, okay, you don't have to look like that. They're starting to recognize that great talent comes in all shapes and sizes. I think Dusty was a benchmark for many, many changes in the world of pro wrestling. Okay. Question. So do you know, obviously, Dusty Rhodes is your favorite. Um, and obviously, we know that the NXT, uh, with, we know the NXT superstars were trained more like Dusty. You've got the Natalias, you've got mm-hmm. the uh, the Bella Twins, you've got all them. Do you think that even though that with the evolution that we've had with the women's, do you think Dusty impacted on that more than any other superstar? Or do you think he had the same amount as encouragement, etc. they did? I think everybody I think everybody who had a part to play in the black and gold brand of NXT, which in my opinion was the best version of NXT. Mm -hmm. I think everybody who had a part to play in that deserves credit, but you can look at certain aspects of what these wrestlers do that shows you they had a part to play in it. So you can look at somebody and see 
that that's something that Triple H may have influenced, or that's something Dusty may have influenced, or that's something that all these other people uh, may have. Im- Norman Smiley and all these other guys, right? Yeah. <clears throat> but I think that Dusty's fingerprints will forever be on the world of pro wrestling because he trained this new group: your Seths, your Romans, your Natties, your Pages, your Charlottes, your Beckys. He he trained in the things that he taught them. They will now go teach to other people, Seth Rollins, the Black and Brave Academy. Yeah. So because of that kind of chain moving along pro wrestling, I think Dusty's fingerprints are always going to be on pro wrestling. I think it's going to be a very dominant presence in pro wrestling. He's held in such high regard. Um, But I don't want to say all the credit is him. I think it was a joint effort by everybody involved. But I think everybody played such a massive and impactful role that all of them are going to live forever throughout professional wrestling in one way or another. Yeah. So the next couple questions are, might be a little bit there. It's a little bit different asking you because you're, you're the answer to one of my, that's commonly uh, thrown out there. Mm-hmm. Um, like who was the person or what was the thing to brought that brought you to wrestle talk? Like what was um, a lot of people say you, so I want to hear from you who your person who brought you in or the thing that you brought you in. Okay, so <clears throat> what brought me into wrestling. So first off, I wouldn't even be on TikTok if it wasn't for my wife. Uh, my wife brought me on a TikTok. We were laying in bed one night. And at the time, I was still working as a police officer. It's like 3 in the morning, and I got to be on shift at 6. And she is... <laughs> Dying laughing. We had a new we had a newborn at the time too, so that's another reason why I was still awake. But she was just howling laughing. And I was like, what is going on? It's like I'm watching TikTok. I was like, what the fuck is TikTok? I had no idea, no clue. And uh she was like, you know what? You should get on TikTok. You're kind of funny. I was like, hold the fuck on, woman. I'm really funny. What are you talking about? This kind what are you talking about? This kind of bullshit. I'm really funny. Made TikTok that night and um, started following a bunch of people not related to pro wrestling. Um, A lot of guys that I was in the military with, a lot of motivational people that I looked up to. um, Started following all these guys. And then I came across this video of a guy by the name of Heel Hugs. And Heel Hugs is the reason Heel Kevin exists. Before... I found heel hugs. My TikTok, I was user 1879432, whatever the fuck. But I saw I saw hugs made a video and he said, I've been on TikTok for a couple weeks. Here's some of my favorite creators. And I was like, wait a minute, there's a wrestling community on here. So I went from that video and I watched everybody he tagged in that video. Hugs is still one of my really good friends. I have his number. We talk. We don't talk as much as I would like to, but it's one of those relationships where we can go two months without talking. We pick up right where we left off. But I started clicking on the videos that he tagged, watched a bunch of those, and then I started showing off my belt collection. And it just uphill from there. Um, Heel Kevin was born because Heel Hugs started this promo community. And at the time when it started, it was just people talking shit to each other on TikTok. We would shoot promos. That's it. As Haley found out, I cut a pretty goddamn good promo. Anyway, 
at the time, there were two big groups. There was Heel Club and there was Face Club. And the way we kept it straight was everybody in Face Club, you had Face AJ, Face Chris, Face whatever. And then in Heel Club, you had Heel Chris, <coughs> Heel Hugs, Heel Kevin. So I changed my name to be a part of the group, and it just stuck. Like, it, I, I don't cut promos anymore. I got out of doing that. Um, no, no harm to the promo community, but I started getting sponsors for my TikTok account and my YouTube account. And here's the problem. When you're cutting promos on somebody and somebody reports your content, the people that are going to review it don't understand what a promo is. They're not wrestling fans. They don't understand that this is a joke. It's a game. Yeah. So taken out of context, what is a promo? It's bullying and harassment. So I didn't want to get my account banned. So I just stopped doing promos because, like I said, the people who review the, the reports, they don't have the full context. But aside from that, I still love the promo community. I'm a fan of the promo community. I watch it. But the reason I am sitting here today with I just hit 85,000 followers is because of a man by the name of Heel Hug. Okay. So, Kevin, you have two questions over here on TikTok. Let's go. The first one is, what is your dream match? My dream match? Okay, so this changes a lot. Um, I think whenever certain wrestlers get steam behind them, they become your dream match. Yeah. No, nobody wanted. Nobody had a dream match for Cody Rhodes when he was Stardust. But now that he's Cody, yeah. we have all these dream matches, right? So I have two. I have a women's and I have a men. Okay. My first men's dream match. And if we want to do tag teams, I'll do that too. Let's start with that. Tag team. There used to be a tag team in Impact Wrestling known as the North. Ethan Page and Josh Alexander. Phenomenal tag team. Incredible. I want the North versus FTR in a tag match. For my men's singles match, I want Josh Alexander, the walking weapon, versus Cody Rhodes. I think that'd be great. Or even Ace Austin versus Finn Balor would be awesome. But for my women... I'm going to mention two ladies that a lot of people might not know about. But I want <laughs> Lindsay Snow versus Jazzy Gabbard. These two ladies are phenomenal. They both have MMA backgrounds. They both have deathmatch backgrounds. They both have incredible chain wrestling backgrounds. Lindsay Snow is killing it on the independent scene right now. Jazzy Gabbard's over in Germany. Uh, she has her own promotion. She was in the Mae Young Classic. She's phenomenal. I want those two ladies on a main stage with no limits, no restrictions, no time. Just fucking go. Because I'm telling you right now, those two ladies will show up any two men in the world of pro wrestling, and I will die on that hill. Okay, so we've just had a, another question, so I've got two more to go. I'm an the, open book, and i got nothing but the time. The second one is, do you, Heel Kevin One, acknowledge David Arquette as the greatest WCW champion of all time? <laughs> Matt, it's been fun. i got to go. <laughs> um, I hope you guys have a I hope you guys have a great day. Haley, Grace, Wola, and uh, we'll see y'all next. No, I don't. I don't. I do think it's commendable that he realized what happened during that time, and then decided to take it seriously and really go through some kind of training and actually apply himself. Whether or not he was any good, that's another story for another day. He took the steps to get better and show pro wrestling the respect. It didn't happen when it should have, but at, then again, there were a lot of other people making those decisions. 
not just David Arquette. And I can say this because I used to work for him. Fuck you, Vince Russo. Okay, so the question that I've got here, I'm going to ask a little bit different. Um, it did say, what is your favorite wrestle soccer? But I want to know who... Who are your top three wrestle talkers that you look and say, I'd love to be like that? Or I would be, uh, if I'm anything like how they are now, I'd, I've made it, sort of thing. Um, Can I do a top three women and men? Because there's just way too many. Yeah, 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 I know, that's fine. Uh, for the ladies. So when I first came on to wrestle talk, there was a lady by the name of Susie Q. She started the WWTT fam hashtag. Has over a billion uses today. <laughs> she was really at the forefront of women's wrestle talk, but she kind of went away. But the lady who really stepped up and carried that torch when there really weren't a lot of women, and I understand women get criticized way more than men. I'm not mm -hmm. all about people playing a victim and saying that this is happening or this is happening, but when it's legit and these claims have merit, I see it. And women go through a lot more hazing than men do when it comes to wrestling so that being said this woman picked it up when nobody was and she carried it for other women to show other women it's okay to have an opinion in this field and that's going to be renee renee is phenomenal i love and as soon as you were uh, putting that little promo i was renee. like it's renee i love I renee. renee uh the second one my tiktok ride or die she is one of my absolute best friends we talk every single day it's got to be wheezy blonde what she has been able to do with her community and her channel and everything she applies herself to, Wheezy's incredible. And what I love about Wheezy the most is she is unapologetically honest. She never wavers. She has her opinion. She sticks to it. And you're not going to change her mind. She will respect your opinion, but she's not going to come off of hers. It doesn't matter how many people come at her in her comments section. She is going to be the same person today as she is tomorrow as she was yesterday. And I love that. Um, for the number three women. This one's hard because there's so many. There's so many. You got Megan who started, who, who really started, helped start the community, jumping up to over 100,000 subscribers. You got people like Haley who run wrestling podcasts and trying to bring people to the brand. You have people like Mother Longlegs. She's changed her name like four times, but I really love her content. She is absolutely incredible. It, it's really hard to narrow it down to just three. I, uh, but it, if I absolutely had to, <sighs> that wrestling lady, that wrestling lady is incredible. Gracie. Yeah, Gracie's awesome. And she's such a genuine person. She got such a big heart. And she, she just, she wants to see everybody win. And I think one of the best things about, the world we live in with as much negative as it is, how bad people just want to see people win. How bad I want to see Matt win. How bad Matt wants to see me win. How bad we want to see, Hey, how much we just want the best for each other. And it doesn't always show, but when it does, it is the most special thing ever. As for the guys, I don't know. We're all fucking assholes. <laughs> every, every one of us, we're fucking dickheads. Even me, every one of us is a fucking asshole. I'm the probably the only face that the true face that's left here. I will say out of all the wrestling content creators, I've learned more from this man on a personal level than I have on a wrestling level. 
And that is something I can never thank you enough for. I will never undersell that. That will never be lost on me. I, I say this every time we're on screen together, because I really want people to understand this. The father that you are and the father that you show yourself on your camera teaches me to be a better father every fucking day. And that is something I will never in my life be able to thank you enough for. Thank you. I appreciate that. Now it just got awkwardly quiet. We'll play a game. We'll play a quick game. Uh, who did it better? Okay. Uh, we'll start with uh, the Spine Buster. Spine Buster. Um, there's a lot of really good variations of the Spine Buster, but I'm going to go with Bobby Roode. I think Bobby Roode, aside from Arn Anderson which is the obvious choice. Bobby Roode doesn't put spine on the pine. He puts spine through the goddamn pine. So there's a lot of really good ones, and I know I'm leaving some out, but if it's just rapid fire, first one to come to mind, Bobby Roode. Spare. Power. Oh, yes. Oh, spear. Oh, I thought you said spare. Like, I thought I didn't know we were bowling. Oh, my <laughs> God. That was my um, The spear. Um... I think Edge perfected the spear. I, I think Edge... That's and as the much first as he, one we've had for Edge, I think. That's not because he's my favorite one. I think I think Goldberg put it on the map, but Edge perfected it. With, with Goldberg, it was always loading up in the corner. Edge hit that motherfucker out of nowhere. Edge hit that motherfucker off a ladder, hit it off the ropes, hit it while yeah. you were flying through the air. I, I think the versatility that Edge added to the spear... Puts Edge at my number one. Okay. Uh, power bomb. Um, last ride. I, I was never the biggest Undertaker fan. Still not. Um, I think the Undertaker is an A plus character, but a B minus wrestler. Um, but he was really one of the first people we saw who didn't just take them straight to the ground. He extended the arms. Got up on the tiptoes, added that extra height, and just slammed you to the ground. So, because of those little things he did that people weren't doing or weren't doing as well, um, although I'm not the biggest fan of The Undertaker, I got to say, Taker's last ride is at the top of the list for power bombs. Okay, choke slam. It's such a bland fucking move. It's really dog shit. It's a fucking back bump. And so many people take it horribly. Uh, but I think the South of Heaven by Damien Priest is a is a breath of fresh air. That's, That's the first, first one we've had for Damien Priest. Yeah. The way he sits down with it, like I said, it's just adding something to a move that we've seen so many times, so overly used, so sloppy. But the way he takes you up, sits down with it. Um, I'm a big fan of Damien Priest. And uh, yeah, I'm going to go with the South of Heaven. What's better? Orange Punch. Fuck you. <laughs> or the Superman punch. Uh, the orange punch soda that's in my refrigerator. <laughs> I'm going to go with that one. And don't ask me again because that's the only answer you're getting. <laughs> They're both dog shit. I think Roman's is cleaner. I think Roman's is more impactful. Right, that's think, the end of mine and Kevin's friendship. Thanks, ladies. Bye. I think Jey Uso killed it when he started doing it. But... You can polish a turd at the end of the day. It's still a piece of shit. So yeah. I don't like either of them. 
I can't stand Orange Cassidy. He's one of the wrestlers I hate the most. We can still bond over Grace of Fakawola, but you'll never, you'll never get me to like Orange Cassidy. Okay. Um, okay, I'm gonna go kind of heel way. MJF or Seth freaking Rollins. Are we talking promos or wrestling ability? Both. Promo MJF wrestling ability, Seth Rollins. It's not even close. Okay. Okay. Um, Tiffany Stratton or Nikita Lyons? Stratton, Nikita Lyons isn't even on the register. Oh, sorry, Sean. She should be on a registry, but she's not even on my register. Um, Jimmy or Jay? Jay. Jay. It's got to be Jay. Like, not no question. I Let me be fair. I don't think Jimmy's had the opportunity. Jay has. Jay kind of came to fruition during the Jimmy injury. And I can't honestly sit here and say that if it was Jay that got injured, Jimmy wouldn't have been able to do the same thing. But we don't have any evidence to go off of that. The only evidence we have is what Jay was able to do when Jimmy was gone, when Roman was taking time off. Jay kept Jay, Sammy, and Paul Heyman were the three most influential people in the bloodline. And I'll yep. die on that hill. Without Jay, it died. Without Sammy, it died. Without Paul Heyman, it never got started. Yeah. So, okay. Gotta go, Jay. This one may be a little bit harder. L.A. Knight. Yeah. 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 Or Grayson Fucking Waller. God damn it. <laughs> With everybody saying L.A. Knight. Knight. Yeah. Yeah. You can look at me like that all you want. I'm packing my bags. I'm going. That's fine. Look, I'm married. My wife's death stare is the only one that scares me. <laughs> Facts. Right. Facts. <laughs> um, how about uh, just because this was brought up on ESPN a few weeks ago? Um, Bobby Heenan. He's dead. <laughs> oh God. He's dead. Screw that please guy. Tell me before, look, as we're talking about, please tell me someone's seen Paul Heyman's promo about that. Yeah. That's exactly what he said. He said he's dead. That's, That's what I mean. Dead. That's why I'm catching up because I'm watching, I'm on TikTok as well. Not many people. I, I thought, I thought up until that segment that it was a tie. No, Paul Heyman is the goat. Yeah. Paul Heyman is the fucking goat. Name oh. one person, name one person Paul Heyman managed that didn't become champion. Cesaro. Um, yeah, Cesaro. US champion. Yeah. Yeah. Um, wasn't it uh, Curtis Axel? Intercontinental champion. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. You're what? not going to find one. Everybody Paul Heyman associated himself with got gold in one way, shape, or form. It might not have been the world title, but the, he led them to a championship they probably wouldn't have got otherwise. And the, the argument can be made for Cesaro that he would have eventually gotten the U.S. title. Curtis Axel would have never gotten the look. He would, he deserved it. He absolutely deserved it. But he would have continued to be overlooked if it wasn't for Paul Heyman. Okay. FTR or the Usos? FTR. 
Ustos or G-O-D? <laughs> Just when you thought you, you know, had all you the know answers, who, you know who I wins with, changed the question. You know, you know who wins with that, Matt? The fans win with that. Yes. The fans win. Um, I think if they have that match a hundred times, they each win 50. Um, but just because I think this team would be a little bit more ruthless, I'm gonna go with G.O.D. Oh, undisputed error. Or I'm trying to think of a kind of, uh, or judgment day. Ah! Um, you know, give me the judgment day because it wasn't supposed to work, but it did. You look at the lineup of the Undisputed Era, we knew that was going to work. We knew Roderick Strong, Red Dragon, Adam Cole, they were going to work. Judgment day should have never worked, but it did. Not only did it work, it's the highest viewed segment in WWE right now, aside Mm -hmm. from the bloodline. Okay. We'll stay with the factions. How about we go NWO Bullet Club? They're essentially the same thing. So we'll th- Bullet Club. NWO or DX? DX. Okay, DX or the Bloodline? Bloodline. 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 Oh. <laughs> How about Look, I, uh I love a lot of factions, but I do believe Bloodline will go down and Pro wrestling history, not WWE mm-hmm. history. Pro wrestling history is the greatest story ever told. I agree. Uh, I agree. Okay. Um. CM Punk. He loses. <laughs> or Orange Cassidy. God damn it! The draw. <laughs> but but so you're saying Orange Cassidy over CM Punk? Okay. Anyway. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes. Cody Cody Cornette asks Dominic Mysterio or a cheeseburger. We need to stop hating on Dom. We need to stop I'm Matt, excuse me, I'm a rant here for a second, okay? We need to stop hating on Dominic Mysterio. We need to start recognizing the fact that Dominic Mysterio is a draw. Whether you like him, whether you hate him, it does not matter. We're not debating whether you tune in to watch him get his ass kicked or you tune in to watch him win. Dominic is a draw. He has proven it time and time again. You put him with Rhea Ripley, it only makes him more of a draw. You look back at two weeks ago, NXT ratings. NXT ratings were in the 600,000s. The moment Dominic Mysterio came onto the television, it shot up to 800,000, which is why he is the champion, because he brought eyes to the product. Is he ready for the title? No. Do I think there was better choices? Yes. But at the end of the day, it brought eyes to NXT, which is exactly what it was supposed to do. And everybody bitched and whined and complained when they said that Dominic Mysterio shouldn't be winning the tag title with Ray. He should have went to NXT. He should be doing this. He should be doing that. He needs to be in NXT. Now he's in NXT, but because he didn't get there the way people wanted him to get there, they want to bitch, cry, and complain about it. They are doing exactly what you wanted them to do. They put him back in NXT. He is in NXT. Oh, but he shouldn't be champion. Well, you can't have your cake and eat it too. Dominic Mysterio is a draw. And the sooner we start, look, I will have this debate with should Dominic Mysterio be the champion? I'll have that debate all day long. But if your debate coming at me is that Dominic is not a draw, I don't want to talk to you because you're not operating in good faith. You're not operating under fact. You're operating under your opinion. You're operating under your feelings. Well, 
I hope you have a condom around your heart because fuck your feelings. Dominic's a draw. Well, I misunderstood what Cody said. Dominic or Cheeseburger the wrestler? Oh, Dominic. My bad. <laughs> my, my bad. I misread it myself. That, so. that was a very unwarranted rant. He said, damn, me and Kevin agree on something. Cody, we agree on a lot of things. Just not that one post you made forever ago. And you know the one I'm talking about. <laughs> the one that made his bitch ass famous. Essentially. <laughs> and I say I'm that not, with all the love in my heart. Cody. I'm not going to call him a bitch. <laughs> but yeah, the, 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 yeah, that post. Yeah. That one, that one post. That's where we really did not see eye to eye, but I'll, I'll, I'll go ahead and throw Cody a lifeline right now. I think in the world of pro wrestling, nothing else, not anything outside of pro wrestling, but just pro wrestling takes Jim Cornette is 99.9% of the time. Right. And people hate him because he's right. Now, when it comes to everything outside of pro wrestling, I think he's a dog shit person, but when it comes to pro wrestling, he is right 99.9% .9 of the time, and people hate him because he's right. Yeah. Okay, here's a question. Who has the greatest theme song of all time? I'm hitting him with the hard questions today. <laughs> greatest theme song of all time. Hmm. God, that's rough. Cause like you go back to eras and certain songs stick out for certain eras. Um God. <laughs> well, let, let's go, let's go in eras. Let's go golden era. We'll start there and work our way through that. I am a real American. Look, say what you want about Hulk Hogan. His theme song slaps. For me, it's Jake the Snake. The whole when he started saying "Trust me," mm -hmm. that was what. Did you you hear a song and then it's you hear "Trust me"? No, hundred percent. Yeah. Um, attitude. What? Attitude no. era. Yeah. If you smell what the rock is cooking, dun 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 dun. The rock. Mine, mine is definitely the New Age Outlaws. I'm a, I'm a ripoff of. A, oh, you didn't know? Uh, yeah. You better call somebody. I haven't done a video with Andrew like that in a long time, and he, the other day, I, <clears throat> I wanted to do a video with him. He's like, Dad, no. I'm, I'm not feeling it today. Kid's 10 years old. He'll be 11 in November. And he's like, nah, I'm good, dad. Hey, got them real world problems at 10 years old, man. He's like, I got to go. I got to go snipe people on uh, Fortnite, dad. Hey, I, I'm I down with that. <laughs> hey, me, me and your boy going to jump on some Fortnite. Um, so let's go. So Ruthless Aggression's up next. I walk alone inside this pit of danger. Hey, give me Dave Batista. Okay. I can't deal with My, the voice effects. Mine's either voices or uh, you think you know me. Not Go bad. 
I just, I look at it, and I think the only one that really comes close is Edges because I want, when I when I think of a good theme song, I think it's something that I would listen to outside of pro wrestling, but also works in pro wrestling. Walk Alone and Metalingus, I, I would listen to those all the time. Okay. But what really does it for me was Xavier Woods' impersonation at WrestleMania of him doing Dave Batista's song. That shit was incredible. Okay. That's what I liked about the Street Profits as well when they used to do the little song. Mm -hmm. I was like, yep, this is it. So now what? We got the modern era? What? Yeah, modern yeah. era. Wrestling has more than one royal family. Kingdom. Adrenaline and my soul. Wait, 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 wait. You would put, wait. So you would put Cody over Seth? Yeah. Cody's theme song works outside of pro wrestling. Seth doesn't. But mm -hmm. in pro wrestling, and I said this on Wheezy's uh, show, I think Seth's is better a better theme song because people pop for the woe for Cody, but they sing Seth's song long after it's done. Yeah. But outside of wrestling, it doesn't make any sense. What about AEW? You don't say Judas, then... You know, <laughs> yeah, it'd have to be Judas. Either Judas or Jungle Boy's original theme. Oh, yep, there it is. I get to see Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus action figures. My favorite AEW. Matt, did you ever see this? I have every AEW action figure that's ever been released. Nice. There's the Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus combo pack. That is my favorite AEW figure they've ever made. Nice. Well, I, I have, was going to say, isn't it? It's five minutes. Five minutes. Uh, the five minute mark. I have five minutes left, and then I have to go get the little man from school. So we can play a. We can keep rolling through names, or Haley can play her favorite game. Games, if anybody has any questions, like I said, I'm an open fucking book. Okay, so the question is, hire, fire, desire. So I'm going to give you three wrestlers. You have to pick one to hire, one you would fire, and one you would desire if you owned your own wrestling company. Okay, okay we're going to start off with Cody Rhodes. Okay. As in this era, Cody Rhodes, okay. Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns. I don't go easy in this game. Hard to think I'd fire any of them. Um, okay. Uh, I feel like somebody's gonna get mad at me for this, but I don't That's give the point. I don't the give point. a fuck. <laughs> I would hire Cody. I would desire to hire Seth and I'd fire Roman Reigns. Correct. <laughs> Roman, has, Roman has done a lot of good things. He's done incredible. But the argument can be made that if he was never given Paul Heyman, this would have never happened. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Okay. okay, last one. We're going to go Becky Lynch. Gigi Dolan, I'm going to mix it up a little bit, and 
Wait, you don't know who else is coming. I don't need to know. Willow Nightingale. God damn it. Well, you've already fired Gigi, so I mean. Yeah, that did that. that I'm going to hire, I'm gonna hire Becky Lynch and I'll desire Willow Nightingale, but I'll never sign the fucking contract. <laughs> Matt, have you got one for Kevin? Rock Austin Roman. Hire Roman. When you think about The Rock and you think about Austin, Austin injuries, Rock TV, they're not going to be able to be consistent. Roman will probably be the more consistent of them. So hire Roman for that reason. Desire The Rock, fire Stone Cold. Okay. Um, last one from me. Grace Muller. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Grace and Fuck Muller. That's right. L.A. Knight. Yeah. Yeah. Or the yeah. Or the Miz? Mm-hmm. Oh, Haley, you're going to be so mad at me. Uh, is our friendship about to end before it's even started? For the third time this episode? I, I mean, I mean, what am I like? Uh, I can't say that joke. Um, hire LA Knight. <laughs> Desire of the Miz, Fire Grayson. Thanks for ladies and gents. See you later. Bye. That's fine. So I, I'm looking for a new co-host, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Kevin, you freeze on Wednesday? <laughs> I'm free every Wednesday, dude. <laughs> um, Cody comes in with HBK, Brett, or Razor. Like, same game. Well, I mean, to quote Paul Heyman, one of them's dead, so. <laughs> well, I'm I'm assuming that Cody meant, like, prime. In their primes? Yeah. Higher Razor, Desire, Brett, Fire, HBK. Wow. HBK, is, in his prime, at his best, HBK... And HBK even says this himself. He was very hard to work with. He was an asshole. He was a dick. No, hang on. I, hang I wouldn't want that in my locker room. Brett, as great as he was, very hard to work with. Okay. Over again. You have you've got one here from a five-year-old. Okay. Oh, my favorite. Which is who? So you got Liv Morgan, Bianca Belair, and Roman Reigns. Hey, I'll agree on Roman. The other two are trash. <laughs> Say, shut up. Go on, I'll let you. No. <laughs> I think Razor in his prime would be easier to work with. And, I mean, he was one of the better promos. So, yeah. You go with Razor. Which one do you like? Roman. Um... All of evolution. We're gonna say minus Shit. Ric Flair. Okay, so I'm gonna go with during the time evolution was around, right? Yep. Hire Triple H, desire Batista, fire Randy Orton. Okay. During that time, Randy had a lot of 
extracurricular activities going on. Um, Batista was injury prone, so I would like to have him if he was healthy. But I think Triple H, even to this day, is the measuring stick for what any heel wants to be. Any more from you, I'm, Matt? I'm good now. I th I think. So it looks like from the people on TikTok and on here, it looks like we are out of time because we've gone past an hour. <laughs> yes, we're at one ten, um, and the seat is always welcome for heel Kevin to come on. Really? Can we make an agreement on this first? I mean, it is my company. Thank so. <laughs> too much Grayson Waller's slander. I don't like it. It's not that I don't like Grayson Waller, but you put him up against people that he can't beat. Still, <laughs> going to cry now. So, and by the way, I my son added you on, or I think he, he typed in your name. He typed in Heel Kevin. and, and on, uh, Heel Kevin won. Heel Kevin won, okay. Heel Kevin won. We will, which uh, is the only thing that doesn't have the one on it, which is why I had to literally copyright Heel Kevin and Heel Kevin won. It's actually an LLC at this point uh, because my name was getting taken on other platforms. Now, if they do it, I can be like, hey, you got to take this shit down or you're going to have to fucking pay me. We well, go. then we will be adding you on Fortnite here later on this afternoon. I'm actually about to jump on here in a little bit. All right, maybe we'll come get killed by you. No, you won't. I suck. I'm horrible. I'm dog and shit. <laughs> I mean, I've watched like, you. Like, if, if a dog walked up and ate dog shit and then shit that dog shit, I'd be the combination of the two dog shits. So you're you, you're basically saying two girls, one cup of... Uh, come on, come on, man. I've been trying to be nice. I've been trying to be nice, not making... Oh, come on, dude. Oh, my God. We so, haven't, even, yeah, we ha we haven't even had to need Cody Cornette for them to come out. Wow. Just wow. Mm. But anyway, I'm going. I'm leaving these two to it. Thank you, everyone, for being here. Matt, as always, thank you for being, uh, letting me be a co-host. Kevin, Wednesday next next Wednesday we will be back with Shayna Hill in the box. Um, Love Shayna. Um, we will be off. We will be talking about Sir William Regal for an hour, and yeah. So, Haley, before you go, say the thing. Haley, do the thing. Say it. Do say the it. roar. Do the say roar. It. Say it. <laughs> <clears throat> Excuse me. It's Grace and fucking Waller. That's right. Now get out of the screen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going now. Bye. Thank you, Kevin. Hey, and, anytime, uh, Matt. We'll uh, we'll definitely do more of this. I'm literally free every Wednesday. My wife, she goes to school in the morning. My kids are at school, and then my wife goes straight from school to work. I am free literally every Wednesday. All right, we will make something happen. I will. Uh... I'll send you my number on TikTok and just text me. Okay, cool. All right, great. All right, we'll talk to you later. Later, buddy. Later.